This is Dungeon Not Included, the actual play podcast for the adventurous listener. You are listening to our game of Bulldogs, a sci-fi adventure RPG from Galileo Games. Brennan is your GM and host, Frank plays Sticky, Alex plays Graucom McGruff, and Red plays San Ming. Our theme music is by Seamus Ronan. All right, welcome back to Dungeon Not Included. And to do the recap, this time is Alex or Graucom. Uh, all right, so uh, where we last left off, uh, we had made a delivery of uh, bugs. Uh, we didn't know that that's what it was until San had to uh, open it up to find out and almost lost one of the pieces of cargo. Uh, but they are little symbiotic bugs that went to people who work with, who live with them. They live on their backs and gives them a little cool eye on their head. Uh, we had a little bet because San's paranoia was winning out. She didn't want to let us uh, go without investigating the purpose of these bugs. Uh, and we sent Sticky in using his tiny little body to get through vents, if I remember correctly to go uh, spy, and sure enough, not only are they uh, using these bugs uh, to control people against their will, but I am their next target. Uh, we left with us heading off uh, back to our ship, I believe, uh, with me not in the best state of mind. Sound about right? Sounds good. All right. So uh, what was your plan next? I believe that there was some problems with the uh, engine overheating and you needed parts for that uh, was one of the issues that was facing you. Yes, that is correct. And the other issue now is that there's a scheme to implant Graucom with one of these insects by a couple Where's of Where's a fun place to pick up? Do we want me, or have I already come back and told them? Everything you did. Has, you did. You did. Yeah, we did. Oh, I did. Um, we were I heading learned, back yeah. to the ship last we left our heroes. Yeah. Uh we we had you had informed me and uh Graucom kind of shut down and went into uh That's right, that's why like military yeah. mode into um you know, he's he's showing little all all of his little tells for emotion seem to be gone. He seems to have come uh, kind of climbed into himself a bit. Right. Uh, one more question, Brendan, before we go. Uh, yeah. I don't even know if we know this, but those insects, the symbiotic creatures, are they not sentient on their own? They're not. These aren't two separate sentient species that form another sentient species. That this is just a way of elevating one of the sentient species. Is that right? Um, you are not uh, sure about those details, yeah, actually. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Um, you could do some more looking into it to try to figure it out. Yeah, I think last time I looked them up and um, we discovered, like, that these were the inhabitants of the planet, but we didn't really, like, get a super lot of detail. I rolled, like, a three, so it was like, yeah, these two species combined to make a whole new species. And that was about the extent of it. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I, my guess is it's not something that's super open. All right. So, uh, son, can we talk about, uh, Graucom right now while we're on our way to getting whatever the hell we need to fix the ship and get out of here? Uh, well, we should probably stop these people. Don't you think? 
Well, if we can, but if not, we'll, you know, call the authorities or whatever and, you know, spread the word. But, you know, it's just the three of us. And to be honest, Graucom looks a little, uh, you know, PTSDF, whatever. Well, I mean, yeah, I think we should definitely prioritize not getting bugged or whatever. Uh, but <laughs> uh, it could mean two things. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they could put a bug on us, and they could also yeah, you know, put a bug on us. It means two things. The, I don't think you get it, but uh, I'll explain later. Uh, I right. I that was intentional. Oh, great! So, um. <laughs> yeah, so we, we should probably, you know what? I'm going to try to have a heart to heart to Graucom and then let's see if we could get whatever we need as soon as possible. Actually, maybe, I don't know. Do you want to have a heart to heart? You're, you're kind of, I mean, I, that's your thing. I'm much better th at that than you. I'm fairly I sure. I wouldn't say that you were better. I'm just saying that like we all have our different strengths. And yes, and I this isn't you... one of yours. No, I wouldn't say that. I would more say this <laughs> is someplace I would like to see you excel. Okay. <laughs> good, good. So we're agreed that this is a mutual understanding about each other's strengths. That I am more equipped to deal with this than you are. And I am not as equipped as you are, is what I would prefer to state. That's how I would like to say it. There's no need for negatives. <laughs> that the way this works out is that this is your wheelhouse. I've got this uh, list of parts that I'll see if I could source. Um, and you make sure he doesn't go crazy and kill everyone right away. I don't think that's a real possibility, but sure. Uh, let's just agree to disagree on that one, too. So I'm going <laughs> to go look up those parts. Good luck. Uh-huh. Same to you. Yeah, so uh, Son will, like, find Gralcom wherever he is. Uh, Gralcom's going to be probably in some sort, doing whatever, he's looking at the engine and just kind of prepping everything for whatever part he logically knows will like slot in or needs to be he's just like prepping waiting for the next piece to go in so he can get the hell out of here okay um yeah so Sunbing will come in and um yeah she she walks in and she kind of sees Gralcom and she goes over and or if there's like a chair she'll sit in it but like attentively and say, uh, how, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm, I'm feeling nothing at the moment. I'm working on making sure this engine is ready to go. Once we get those parts, I don't want to be here any longer than we need to be. I understand that, but I, <sighs> you're really feeling nothing. Uh, 
I am a hunted man at the moment. It's not a feeling that I like. It's a feeling that I've tried to avoid. In fact, I went into a, I, I purposely set away from business that would get me hunted. I went to, into transportation and delivery. I did not mean for me to be put back into a situation like this one again, and I won't have it happen. So we're going to get out of here as soon as we can. Yeah, I, I agree. I just... Feeling things like fear and anger are not helpful emotions right now. I'm not allowing myself to really think about much more than the task at hand. Thank you. I just think that maybe you should consider... I, I definitely understand where you're coming from, but... You know, these people, if we leave... You're not going to be the last person they're hunting. Oh, I am very aware of that. And if I wanted to, if I if I really wanted to be the hero to go in and do this stuff, I wouldn't have left the military. This is not my job. Well, whose job is it? Uh, any of the local authorities, any of the overarching governments, any other people whose jobs are to police any sort of trafficking like this. It's I'm not just odd. saying, like, I mean, we can definitely try and put it in their hands. I don't know how well that will go. All I know is heroes die, and I don't want to. Yeah, I... It's a difficult thing, and I don't blame you for wanting to run away from it, but it's also not healthy to just push all of that down and not feel anything. I'll feel when we're gone. And Gralcom at that point is just going to get up and walk out of the room. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was some cool acting, guys. I like that one a lot. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Sticky, <laughs> <laughs> you're headed out to the, uh, uh, basically the junkyard to see if you can find some parts. Okay, let's see what I could do to negotiate. So, um, at the junkyard, I've got the lo the list of parts. Uh, we recently got paid a little. Um, but we don't. Have, we probably don't have a lot of money to spare, and I want to try to finagle uh, uh, the best deal we could possibly get out of this. Sure. So um, one of the things that this planet is known for is uh, the technical skill of its inhabitants. So they often do have like fairly high end uh, parts and various other uh, technological things that you can buy. But you are headed to an area which is sort of a little more, uh, a little seedier, right? A little less. Uh, Something nice and cheap and less likely to have somebody in there who's actually just a mole who's going in there for a uh, Graucom. At least right. that's my All right. So you meet the, uh, the, rep uh, the uh, ship parts yard. Um, and she, uh, she seems, uh, efficient and busy. She's one of the locals, one of the ex Covey. Uh, so, uh, she's, um, and she's holding a clipboard 
and she says, uh, well, what can I get for you? All right, here we go. I put down the list. Is there like a discount for buying in bulk or like, you know, can we bundle this? Sure. Do you want to roll haggle for this? Have you got haggle? Taking a look. Yes, I do. All right, let's have a roll. Something I'm amazing at, but not bad. And I got a zero. zero. Okay, well, let's see what uh, I get. You may not need to worry about it because I could roll badly. Do that. Roll badly. <laughs> said oh, badly, oh. not badly oh. for us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, she says, uh, no, no, no discounts. Um, but I've got all these parts so I can get them gathered up for you. And she goes to her headset and starts instructing someone to pick the things up. All right. Let's see. Uh, so, uh, can we afford it? Uh, yeah, it's going to cost you, these parts are not like super difficult to get. So it's going to cost you like one credit. Uh, okay, so I, I, for a minute there, I consider trying to like go back to the, to the uh, negotiating table, which couldn't take any form, right? But I'm like, ah, right. You know what? Whatever. Fine. We'll pay retail. Just have it on our ship, please. She says, uh, "No problem." And then she seems to be done with you. She turns. She turns away and starts talking on her headset to somebody else. Right. Uh, as I wait for them to, I guess, finalize this or whatever, I'm I'm taking a look for some rube who's nearby, who might be able to give me a little bit of the lowdown on the local population and maybe even help out if they're a gearhead, if they're local, maybe help uh, do the repairs on the ship. Uh, what I'm really aiming to do is take make use of my companion uh, skill eventually, if I could find the right, the right kind of rube. I see what you're saying. So you're basically looking for some sort of local uh, technician, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you look around. There's a guy who looks like he's, uh, you know, who's who's poking through parts and stuff, and he's putting stuff onto a cart. It looks like he's somebody who knows what he's doing. Uh, he knows like what he's putting together here. So, Buddy, come over here. Uh, he comes over, looks at you with that big milky blue eye in the middle of his forehead. Ooh, all right. I kind of adjust the collar on my ridiculous costume. Right. Say, Do I look familiar to you at all? And I smile what I think is a handsome smile. Oh, that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> he says, uh, I think so. Have I seen you on the, uh, on the news or something? On the news? Well, recently, <laughs> if you saw me on the news recently, just ignore that. But there was a time. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of a big deal. Maybe you uh, saw my face on the side of a spaceship. Latest model of spaceship. Whatever. Hey, you okay, want to look? It's really cool. Uh, you, you're the one with that space yacht that, yeah, that that's came it, in? Space yacht. It's um, uh, actually, uh, I'll, I'll, I, I don't think I know enough. Um, right. What would we call that? What we other than space yacht is like like a model num number or something like. Oh, I'm sure there is. I don't know that yeah. you actually ever learned it, but yeah. All right. So I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll fake it. I'll be like, oh yeah, it's the latest. It's the 340 diesel. It's a god. It's just stunning. 
Okay. He's like, uh, oh yeah? Uh, seems a little confused. Well, I, um, we need a little help. Just some minor work of, you know, day wage. It's... <laughs> Oh wow! I'd love to work on a on a piece like that. Uh, it was it was a gorgeous ship, just beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it, it really is beautiful on the outside, and on the inside, it's a spaceship. So why don't you uh, <laughs> right. come gather up, settle out my bill right here? I, I I paid for it, but like just have them deliver it to the the shuttle, and um, we could give you a tour of the place and uh, get your input, and you know we'll we'll take care of you for a hard day's work. Mm. Yeah, it was a microphone problem, I think. I unplugged and replugged in my microphone and now it's working. So um Ray. So yeah, we solved intergalactic it. peace while you were gone. We, <laughs> <Yeah>. Everything's <laughs> fine now. We realized there was only Probably one gonna... thing responsible for all our misfortunes. It mm -hmm. was some strange force from beyond called Brennan. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, we got rid of it and everything turned out really great. <laughs> Cool. So the companion, uh, the question I was asking before we cut out was the <laughs> companion. Uh, I need to look up how that works. Got it. So I spend a fate point. Okay, nice. Yeah. And now I have a uh, weak willed nameless NPC who will do <laughs> for me for the, for the scenario. Um, and I believe he has three skills, or they have three skills each at an average. Uh, at average, so plus one. Okay, and then they can. Uh, I see that I'm I'm reading this on your sheet right now. They can assist you with any of those skills, giving you a teamwork bonus, or they can attempt to accomplish tasks on your behalf. Okay. Right. So I don't know. It doesn't really say whether I can um, influence what skills they have. I don't think I would have complete control, but I am looking for someone who is somewhat aware of, like, has some sort of local knowledge. And of course, has some engineering background. So contacts and engineering is what you're looking yeah. for. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I go up to him. I'm like, you know, we've got this 3000 diesel state of the mark thing needs minor repairs. It should only take you a couple hours. You get to see the ship. We'll pay your wages. It'll be awesome. He says, uh, that he would just be thrilled to be able to work on the ship. So, right. So, um, yeah, I, I'm okay with uh, either cutting when we're all back at the ship together. Maybe I guess we could. I start. think that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And your new guy is here, and I was going to look up a name for him real quick. Rules specify that he's nameless forever. Well, he nameless. started as nameless. <laughs> uh. As soon as they get a name, they disappear. <laughs> They're no longer under my sway anymore. <laughs> this guy's name is uh, Gedra Va. I will write it on the sheet for everyone to see. All right. So Gedra is there just ooing and aahing over your ship. Uh, so I stage whisper to the crew um, while this guy is starting repairs. I think we need to get some info on who we're up against. See what's going on with the local population and why they're so thirsty for Graucom. Well, they said something about the Saldralan Empire, right? Or something about Saldrala. 
Well, I don't really give a crap about their motivations, to be honest. I'm not trying to psychoanalyze them. I just want to know what we should be afraid of and maybe even who. Um, let's mm -hmm. let's talk to them and see what's going on. I think a reconnaissance is a good idea. Okay. So, yeah, um, my, my thing is I want to talk to Gedraval. I want to see if, you know, I'll casually bring up, like, What's the deal around here? What's what's going on? Is there uh, you know any anything interesting to know? What do people do for fun? What do people do with their weapons? <laughs> Things like that. I, I can certainly take my turn though, uh, or take my time if anybody else has something they want to do. I think Gralcom's uh, when he hears that you're bringing one of them on board, uh, so that he doesn't mess everything up by immediately shooting the guy. He's locked himself in his room that no one else can get into from the first okay episode. that might be a really good idea anyways to be honest yeah he's uh shut himself away uh you guys can't get in can't get uh he can get in and out but you guys are not able to get in uh because of that unbelievably good engineering check from episode one yes that's right <laughs> <laughs> somebody else would have to try to break the lock yeah deus ex boring deus ex boring. <laughs> 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 that's fine you're chatting with the guy out in as he's like working on the ship, he's basically starting to install the, uh, the, the cooling system stuff. Uh, and he's telling you in long, boring detail all about the uh, engine and the different parts in the oh, cool. Yeah. I, I'm nothing related to the current epidemic, but I did want to have another look at, systems on the ship to see if I can get them to a point where I'm not being like babysat through all of the piloting stuff by the AI. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, you can try to turn that setting off. Yeah. So another straight up systems roll. Here we go. Yep. A one. A one. Again. Well, you can get the system turned off, but now it's basically there's no help function on the ship at all. Okay. And Space Clippy's gone forever. Flappy, I think we decided. Oh, yeah. Flappy. Oh, Flappy. Flappy. Because it's a spaceship, you know, yeah. flying. Yeah. So, yeah, Flappy's not back, but the, and the, uh, the tutor, the hand holding tutorial is now gone, but this really complex set of, uh, of instruments and systems is now basically you're on your own. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because as far as you can tell, there's no other system that will help you with it besides those two. Oh my God. I don't, why, why is this ship like this? <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. All right. Uh, Frank, do you want to make a, uh, uh, do you what do you want to find out from this guy? Exactly. Uh, I want to know what the uh, uh, like what the locals are like, what the authorities are like, the the people who we're effectively were working for, the ones who demanded the delivery. Kind oh, of, yeah, uh, yeah. So he's talking. He talks to you a little bit about the uh, the local authority figure, which is the Exarch Council, and they are. Um, he says they are, they they run everything, but they're they let the uh, the port kind of run itself. 
it was only recently that they were very comfortable with off-worlders coming here at all. So, in general, when off-worlders do come, how how much time do they spend, and do they always leave, or do they like? Is there a place? Like, I mean, it's a nice planet. Maybe some people want to settle in. Sure. Yeah. Usually, people from like other desert planets are the ones who would stay here. But uh, we do have a couple of locals. There's this crazy guy down by the uh, the the local space bar. He won't get out of his ex- his uh, encounter suit because he says, uh, you know, he wants to keep them out. Really, that's yeah. really interesting. A bar. Hey, uh, when we finish up here, uh, drinks on me. Let's let's head out to the bar. Sure. Someone, you want to come when you're done screwing around with the computer? Uh, is he talking to Son? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought she would be doing this from like the the cockpit is where she would be missing. That's with fine. He can talk to yeah. you on this the intercom. I was just shouting it out. The, uh, He's shouting <laughs> down the corridor works too. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Fine. All right. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Fine. All right. Let's do this. Great. Uh, I'll be finished up here in a couple seconds. Uh, so he finishes putting all of this stuff together um, for you. Uh, sort of wipes off his hands. Yeah, Son will um, like knock on Gralcom's door and be like, uh, we're going out. Are you coming with us? or uh, Gralcom thinks it through for a minute. He doesn't answer right away. Um, he dismant—he had already built up his gun. He's going to dismantle his gun into the concealable pieces and go with you, but he's not going unarmed. He was going to go, okay. but armed. Uh, All right. So he opens the door and kind of gives you a nod. Um, sorry for my attitude earlier. Uh, I would like to accompany you uh, to the bar. You don't have to apologize. We're you're understandably stressed out. All right, and then from there he just walks past you. Yeah, yeah, she'll follow. Okay. So Gedrava is continuing to uh, sort of talk to you, try to talk to you about the ship. Sticky. He wants to know more details. I'm sure you can bullshit. Give him you just give him a line of bullshit, but yeah, I think I will for the most part. I mean, I don't I don't have anything against talking about uh, big bad ships, so I just you know he knows more than I do, so I, I right. actually do a fair amount of listening. Um, and but whenever I get a chance to get a little bit more information about where we're going, uh, uh, I'm that's what I'm really eager for. Okay. And I, you know, just to keep everyone on the same page so that it's all nice and in character. At one point, you know, I, I spell it out to Son and and Graucom. I'm like, so yeah, we're going to uh, this bar to kind of celebrate. There's apparently a whack job there who's obsessed about purity and keeping them out. He's wearing his uh, environmental suit all the time. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that sounds interesting. 
Yeah, so uh, on you go. The the bar is uh, tucked up underneath that rocky outcropping in the shade, so uh, it's a little cooler under here. Um, as soon as you go inside, uh, you are you know you see the guy that that uh, Gedrava was referring to. Uh, he's over by the bar talking to someone, uh, and he's got a, like yeah a full encounter suit on. Um, the the faceplate is raised up uh, so that he can drink his drink, but otherwise he's completely covered from head to toe. He is a uh, Rigelian, which is a sort of a lion-like species. Um. Yes. Uh. So, what are what is everybody doing? Because San's first instinct is to go sit down near the guy. Uh, Alex, I would be cool if you, this is up to you, obviously, if you find like this might be a kindred spirit or somebody else who's equally creeped out by what's happening. Clearly, you guys are somewhat on the same page. So yeah, interaction yet with others. So if you want to take this one, I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, I don't. I'm. I'm not sure. I, I mean, okay. Let's have fun with it. I'll, I'll, I don't know what. I'll, we'll play the headspace he's in and see how it goes. Okay. Um, so you're gonna yeah. go up to the guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna sit. Uh, Grawlcom sit, sits down next to him at the bar uh, and signals to the bartender uh, to just bring over two um, oh. of whatever he's having. Okay. And uh, he looks. He looks over at you. Uh, sort of cocks an eyebrow and's like, "Thanks, buddy." Uh, so what I've heard things about your suit. He gives you a sharp look. Uh, so you want them out, correct? Yeah. You got to keep them out. Yeah. 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 Listen, everybody else doesn't quite get it. You know how, uh, how dangerous it is. So I have, uh, I have reason to believe that that danger might become part of my life, whether I want it to or not. And I would be very appreciative if you could walk me through exactly what your fears are and how I can avoid them. Well, see the suit, it keeps them out of your head. Out of your head, I thought they go on your back. He says, uh, "Well, listen, are they there's there's like psychic powers or something." Okay, I thought you were just wearing it to simply cover your back, but messing with your head. I think you got to cover your head too. Okay. Honestly, I'm just not comfortable with any skin being exposed more than necessary. Understandable. Dude! <laughs> <laughs> side of the bar <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, all, I'm already in my first suit <laughs> i've lost track of where we were supposed to go with this <laughs> so uh, i have reason to be- i have reason to believe strong reason to believe that there are some who are using this uh without the permission of those 
I was I was set to understand this was a symbiotic relationship between the two, but it sounds like there are some that are using this by force. It's not so much symbiosis as parasitism. Uh, do you know anything about that? He like grips your shoulder hmm. pretty hard, actually. And he says, uh, so you know what I'm talking about. I think we're on the same page. Yeah. Well, I haven't been able to get off planet. I... I don't have a lot of money, you see. And thanks for the drink, by the way. Yeah, no problem. You can have mine. And slides over the second. <laughs> yeah, he'll take it. Uh, mm -hmm. You can tell this guy's, you know, pretty, uh, pretty hardcore as far as his uh, his consumption goes. Uh, he uh, he then starts to tell you uh, a very long and elaborate story about you know, how he figured out that they uh, have mental powers uh, and why he th thinks that the, uh, the spacesuit, which is, you know, lined with metal, it keeps out the, the, uh, the mental em emanations from their, uh, from the, uh, the, um, the Xalnas. Uh, in your opinion, is there any truth to the symbiosis? Are there some who willingly do this, or is it all something that's being done against their wills, based on your experience on this planet? Says, uh, I, I don't know why you'd want to do that, right? It doesn't make any sense to me. Have something share your headspace. It's just not. Yeah. It's just not right. All right, and your name again was. It's Hyral. Hyral. Well, hi, Rawl. Uh, if we need to talk again, where can I find you? Oh, you'll find me here or at one of the other bars. I was about to say, I have a feeling I know where we can find them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, hi, Rawl. Um, speaking of which, uh, Sticky, you notice that uh, sitting at, in, in the bar down at the other end is the guy that uh, Tanit Da was talking to when you overheard them. He came in after you guys and sat down. All right, that's that is. This. I, I I go to um, uh, hold on. I go to uh, Gedra. So is that is that normal? Do do uh, higher ups and scientific mucky mucks usually come down to the bars to drink? He says, "Uh, what you mean that guy? Uh, that guy." You know who he's he is? He's from the visitor's office. He's not a particularly well-known guy. He's so not he's like a, a higher-up or anything. Yeah, he's just a guy who works down at the visitor's office. Um, you know what? Let's make some introductions. I, I, I like making friends. <laughs> I'm going to go right up to this guy, <laughs> as ballsy as I can be, instead of playing this smart and playing my cards in my chest. I get right up to where he is and go, I know you, right? He turns and looks at you. He says, uh, I don't think we've met. I've seen your face before. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you're, you're from the visiting center, right? Yes, I work there. So, so let's say I'm a visitor. I'm thinking about buying some land, right? I got a lot of money. You've seen my ship. I've got a lot of money. Not sure. so much money right now, but I'm going to get a lot of money real soon. <laughs> <laughs> If I were to want to, you know, move in, you know, go native, like what, what advice do you have for me? He says, uh, 
you sure you want to you want to stay here on this planet the most species like you that have the the fur don't do so well in the heat oh yeah i point over to uh graucom and was it high 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 roll uh what about those two schmucks on the bar they, they seem to be doing pretty well i mean graucom is panting a little bit but he's okay well uh you know i can't say i can't say for sure what uh he says i can't say for sure whether that uh they're particularly comfortable here hyrule never seems to go anywhere that's true it, it just seemed odd that you made an assumption about whether i would be comfortable but now suddenly you're not going to speak for other people i'm trying to prov provoke him into um <laughs> getting <Okay>. emotional <laughs> and maybe letting something slip yeah rolling your provoke yeah and you get a one mm, just the one all right well let's see what he gets here a one his eyes go to in a provoking contest it's a partial success <laughs> so Seems we'll get him to admit something but not necessarily what you want and what he does is he just kind of looks at you with a bit of distaste and he's like listen i didn't want to be rude but we don't really like your kind around here. Oh. <laughs> I, I start to roll up my sleeves, but I think I already took off all my clothes. <laughs> like that just happens to be one of my triggers. <laughs> I want, I, I would like to uh, self uh, compel some violent action. Okay. No problem. Are you armed right now, or are you just going to punch the guy? I I am going to uh, break a bottle over his head. Yeah, you, you should do that, because as a uh, or Semonite, you have your, your fuzzy little fists don't do much damage. So, yeah. That's, that's what I'm going to do. I'm still not going to do much damage, but... Damn okay, it. roll fight. Which I don't even have. Yeah, so just roll 40 feet. Better than I've been doing all night. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> With a skill you don't have. Right. All right. So you grab the bottle and you smash it over his head. Uh, that's enough to actually hit him because he wasn't expecting it. It was a bit of a uh, sucker punch, right? Uh, right. You you went after him with when he wasn't really ready for a fight. So, uh, yeah, he... Uh, he yelps and sort of falls to the ground, and uh, the bartender's like, "Hey, what? Oh, the bottle!" <laughs> you say, holding half a broken bottle in your hand, <laughs> like, "Oh, the bottle! My bad, my bad, everyone, my bad." <laughs> this guy gets up, uh, you know, holding uh, his bleeding head, and he says, uh, "This is exactly what I'm talking about." And then he like starts heading for the door. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, quick catch up on everybody. I may have just made things a lot worse for us, so <laughs> we should probably get going ASAP. How are those repairs going, Gedrick? Oh, yeah, they were they were going quite well. Uh, I think I'd probably like your, uh, your engineer to take a look over them before I finish up, but uh, they should be just about ready to go. All right, let's do this. Let's settle up. Um, we can't leave 
quite yet. We at least have to alert the authorities. About what? About them trying to latch a bug onto our friend. Ah, uh, yeah. So, like, I couldn't even get that guy to bite at all. We have no evidence. Uh, just the fact that I overheard them saying that they maybe want to. So I'm okay with ruining their plans, but until something bad happens, we ain't, we ain't got nothing. Sure. Do keep in mind that if you do leave without a cargo, then you're on the hook for refueling and stuff. So, ah, good. We're I'm way Ray rookies at this. Um, so <laughs> that's our second job. That's <laughs> our second job. <laughs> You know what? I would love it if uh, uh, Gedra is the one who told us that. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, he's like, so what's your new cargo? Damn it, we're cargo. Yes, that's what we. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. As soon as as soon as you said it, I was like, yeah, that's that's totally what we're supposed to be doing. Hey, know any uh, people who need things taken off planet? Well, there's always uh, deliveries that can be made. Uh, with the uh, technological, the technology from uh, from our planet. All right. Well, um, let's see if we could get that thing on its way. Well, you probably want to talk to uh, the uh, the port, the the uh, harbor master. Then that Tanit Da is that who that is? No, Tanit Da is the guy from the uh, visitor center. Visitor the center. center. I just beat up. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right, good. Yeah, let's let's do that. I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, San, I mean, you. I owe you a. I owe you one. But I don't know what else we're supposed to do. Certainly not in this bar. I I don't know if there's any other leads to chase. What did you? Well, if you want to report a crime, Gedra says, uh, I can help you out. I would really appreciate that, Gedra. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, what, hmm, what would you even call this conspiracy to, uh, override free will? I don't know. is like, kidnapping? Like, Gedra Todd says, like, he, he makes a face and he's like, ooh, really? Uh, you know, most of us are not too cool with the, uh, idea of, um, uh, Exalna merging with non Kovi. Yeah. Yeah, like I it I we overheard uh Tedra was it? Is that the name of the guy from the place? No, Tanit. Tanit. We uh T Tanit da. Yeah. Yeah, uh Sticky overheard Tanit saying that he wanted to attach one of those to um our friend to it, to the lassian yes. yeah and it didn't seem like it was all going to be voluntary he says whoa that's creepy yeah i is there a protocol for this kind of thing do you know well you should probably report it to the uh, the exarch council Okay, how do I do that? Well, we can just go over there. All right. Uh, 
He says, uh, meanwhile, if you want to get a new uh, cargo, we talked to a Tsero Tay. Uh, she's the one who uh, who takes care of all that. Okay. Um, all right. I think it, at this point, Grokum's going to wander over back from the bar, uh, having just kind of pat uh, his friend there on the back, and um, says, okay, so uh, I've got some information that might be useful. What did you guys get? And um, uh, well, uh, Gedra has said he will help me to uh, report Tenet Da. For... Oh, that sounds that sounds good. We should do that before we get out of here. I want to check the engineer. I want to check the uh, engine thoroughly to make sure that everything's all set, and then I am still on with the plan of getting off of this planet as soon as possible. Uh, also. Uh, it apparently, uh, we might be wanting to worry about looking into, uh, getting some sort of helmets for ourselves too, as long as we're going to be in this area. Um, there is potential of psychic, yeah, there's potential of psychic, um, communication or control, uh, from these creatures. Uh, I don't know how true that is. Uh, the person I got it from is not the most reliable narrator I've ever met, but uh, he seems to be here and fine, despite the fact that he's the only one I can see around here that looks anything like him. So. Hmm. Yeah, well, um, we can definitely try and do that. At least, uh, I, yeah. I think uh, Sticky was going to go look for a job, so maybe we should do that before we split up. Sure, sounds good to me. What, get helmets? Gedra, does that sound at all right to you? I mean, let's not, let's not, let's cut, yeah. let's go right to it. You are, you're fused, right? You've got the three sure. yeah, 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 yeah. You have any course. psychic ability? Yeah, psychic ability? I've heard that there's some of, uh, some creatures have those abilities, uh, but uh, it's not a common power among uh, Exalna. All right, so is there a way we could call in this report to the authorities? Uh, San, I know that you've got it. You're, you're really invested on in this, but we either we're splitting up to handle both of these things, which is dangerous, or we're going to each one together, which is time-consuming and dangerous. I don't think it should be a problem. You are the one who wanted me to go to the authorities, so Wait, I'm going well, uh, to the authorities. I was rather than taking care of it myself. (laughs) I don't think at any point was I really okay. Fine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if we're okay with splitting up, uh, I'll. It's weird to me. You know what? I think this is my lawyerness coming in. I'm like, I'm the witness. Shouldn't I be there? But I will go. (laughs) I will go get the job. Uh, Asana seems like you want to go do go to the authorities. Gralcom, do you want to keep away from the authorities, or do you want to be like there, saying uh, it's about me? I guess uh, you have since you have a person with you. I think you're going to have your NPC with you. So uh, would the NPC? Oh yeah, go that's the question. With- where where's yeah who's who's going where with whom? Because I'd like well, Gedra was be- going to take you to the Exalna. Yeah. Uh, the uh, sorry, the Excovi uh, Exarch Council. So 
Um, so he would be going with me. I think I think that if there's okay, my my I think Ralcom's thought on this is going to be that uh, if you're going to essentially the authorities, the chances of you being surrounded by people who can help you if there's a problem are going to be higher. So I'm going to he's going to let you go, and he's going to head off with Sticky. Yeah, I like Sun Ming is totally down with that. I'm also okay if uh, with I guess GM backing here. Um, if the getting a job thing is as simple as, you know, we go there and ask for a job, then I don't mind us not splitting up. We'll do that first. Once we have, once we're confirmed, maybe there's like a timer on it. We're like, all right, while they're setting us up for the next job, let's go report this. And we yeah, that's fine together. too. I'm okay. Yeah, with that. that works. All right, good. Cause like, yeah, if job, if getting a job is relatively, we've been led to believe it's very straightforward. Then we go, we we sign the contract as they're loading up our ship and as we're waiting for repairs to finalize, we're gonna do the right thing, which I am highly against, but okay, I kind of <laughs> see it was the right. We're gonna go report this. Yeah, okay, cool. Legit. So uh, you head over to the, uh, the Exarch Council building, which is fairly deep in the uh, cave. And uh, you, uh, Gedra brings you there, and then uh, as you explain why you're here to the uh, the person who's uh, in the office um, outside the Exarch Council's chambers, mm-hmm. and so uh, he says. So, what exactly seems to be the problem? Uh, they were. There was a someone in the visitor center was planning to implant my friend here with a bug against his will. I see. And uh, how do you know that this was going to occur? Um, Sticky witnessed. Uh, What's his name? Sorry, hang on, I'm looking. Tenet Da speaking with someone else about doing that. And he looks down at you, Sticky. And he says, "The uh, this this uh, this gentleman here." Yes. I see. <laughs> <laughs> uh the. I will take this matter to the council and we'll see what, uh, what they have to say. And he goes through the door. Okay. As soon as he gets out of the door, I am like, I know this. I know how this plays out. There's no way in hell they're going to believe what I had to say. What? Why wouldn't they believe you? You are. Because he's not one of them. So naive. What has everyone said about me immediately upon seeing me? It's either I'm the best guy ever, which fair enough. Gedra's like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or air quotes, this gentleman. Well, I don't see what that has to do with anything. Like you. I I mean, depends how. How reliable do you think they think he is considering they already have 
feelings about his species and then once vocalized he hit one and someone recently in the face with a bottle um i think that if that news is traveled then i don't know how reliable they're gonna think his uh testimony is absolutely even though i was being completely measured in my response they're not gonna think about that <laughs> yeah you didn't shoot the guy yeah. <laughs> this counts as measured response for me. <laughs> Listen, San Ming is like from a backwater planet. Like she, I think she knows a little bit about her Seminites, but not enough to like know that everybody hates them. You haven't learned to fear them like everyone else has. Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's our adventure for this week. We hope you enjoyed listening to Dungeon Not Included. If you did, please tell a friend, leave us a five-star review and encouraging comments on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps spread word for new shows like ours. You can follow the latest from the Dungeon Not Included crew on Twitter at DNI Crew, or over at Facebook at Dungeon Not Included, or at our home on the Non-Productive Network at non-productive.com slash DNI crew, where you can find articles, character sheets, and Patreon exclusives, as well as our latest episodes. All of us do this for the love of the game, but every little bit helps us keep making Dungeon Not Included. Thanks for listening. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com. <laughs>